Hannah McQueen from Enable Me is with us. Kia ora. Good morning. So COVID has had some unexpected economic consequences, <laughs> and one is that Kiwis are apparently holding on to a whole lot more cash than they might in normal times. Yeah, there's uh, apparently $600 million more cash getting held back, held under the mattress or in the cupboard, I'm not sure, but we're definitely holding cash back. And that tends to be a consistent theme. So we, we saw more cash in circulation around 2000 with the Y2K, with the GFC and the global financial crisis. We, and also with COVID, we're seeing that people in times of uncertainty want that want to be able to touch their yeah. tangible assets through cash. And, and, and just to be really, really clear, when we say cash, we mean literal like dollars and yeah, like, like coins and notes, right? We're not talking about like cash in, in a checking account. We're talking about cash, cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the stuff you fold, the yeah. stuff that goes in your wallet. That, that you accidentally put in the washing it. machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is, is it a good right. idea to hold on to some cash? Well, I think that, yes, it is. It is to a degree. The problem with cash, obviously, it's not a wealth creation strategy. No. It's not a debt reduction strategy, but it gives you some certainty. And I think that, what we see with the, either the Christchurch earthquakes or the tsunami warnings that we've had kind of more recently is that it probably needs to form part of your survival kit because just because you've got money in your bank account doesn't mean that there is electricity operating so that mm. you can access it. I guess it's just those the degree of uncertainty which people are keeping money back, whether that's in their undie drawer or in, under the mattress, are keeping it back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm never someone who's held on to much cash. I think I've got about $20 cash all up right now. And even that, I'm like looking to get rid of it all the time. Would you recommend that someone in my position hold on to a bit more? Well, it would, it would form part of the survival kit, right? Yeah. So it's not that you are literally taking it around with you. It might be that you've got a couple of hundred dollars tucked away beside the water in your survival kit yeah. and maybe the baked yeah. beans. Like that's, it's not something that you're using all the time. If it comes to using cash, like there is a purpose for using cash, but it's more to do with trying to reset your money behaviours. So as I said, cash doesn't create wealth, uh, if you, but it doesn't help you reduce debt. But also it doesn't pay you much if you keep it at the bank now. So for some people, they're saying, well, there's not much point even having it in the bank. I might as well keep it at home. Mm. That's probably not the right strategy. But where cash can be really helpful is if you are trying to break your spending pattern. So when I work with clients for the first three months for their most frequent costs, I ask them to use cash because we know that when you use cash, you there is a closer connection to the pain of spending um, with what's being spent. So you spend less. And that's effective when we're trying to get a better sample of what you're capable of doing. Right. So in the absence of using cash, people tend to use credit or tap and go or whatever, pay wave, after pay. Yeah. And there is a disconnect between your purchase and how you're feeling about it. And that translates to you inadvertently or unconsciously spending more. And the problem with that is that when it's on your most frequent cost, for example, food-related costs, yeah. most people are spending between 20 to 30% more than they realize right. or feel that they could simply because they've introduced a painless way of paying. See, that's interesting. So, so if you go to just using cash for a bit, you're at least forced to actively confront the dollars and cents that are going out the door. 
That's right. And studies have shown time and time again that when you are not confronted with what's going out the door, yeah. um, then you can spend between 30 to 50% more Oof. and not have the same connection of handing over the cash. Because when you hand over the cash or you patch your pockets down, you, you know what you've got. And if you are using everything you've, you've got, there is certainly more consciousness with that purchase. Yeah. And we know that when credit cards came in in the 50s, that there's been a huge decline or an overspending that comes about as a result of that disconnect. Okay. Well, so maybe it could be a good option for people who are looking to kind of reset their habits a little bit. Only for a three-month period, and only on their most frequent costs, right? Because you you don't want it to yeah yeah be paying your rates uh, and stuff like that painful. with yeah yeah, yeah. No, wheelbarrow down food. to the council yeah <laughs> <laughs> just food will be fine yeah okay hey thanks Hannah thank you Hannah McQueen from Enable Me Financial Strategy and Coaching you can find them at www.enable.me